<coughs> I got your picture, I'm coming with you, dear Maria, count me in. There's a story at the bottom of this bottle and on the pen. song called dear maria um that is that i i performed with them on stage it was so cool yeah you were there i was there i, I was i was uh creaming in my pants while oh. you were on the stage oh, goodness great you didn't tell me that I, yeah it happened <clears throat> i didn't tell you i was a little embarrassed embarrassed yeah that's a embarrassing thing creaming for, in your pants yeah like i had coffee for, and for cream in the other hand and then oh. i was just like you went on stage and I got startled and I spilled the cream. All you know that's embarrassing. In my pants. Could have sworn you meant something else. What do you mean? So welcome back <laughs> to <laughs> episode eight. This is Tyler Posey and Tyler Schnabel. We are the hosts of our one and only podcast called Doing It Raw, which is, of course, a sexual innuendo. Right. 
which for I, which you can figure out. But yeah. uh, you know, you, you just get that it's you know we're loose over here. We like to do things in the raw. Loose in the most sexual sense. Yeah, sure. Raw in the most se- sexual sense. Loose in the no, raw in the most sexual sense. Loose in the sense of literal. Like, literal, like we're uh, well, I guess not literal. Just just okay. just the vibe. That's actually better. Loose loose in the vibe, raw in the sexual. Yeah, that's 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 our slogan. I think we just came up with our slogan. <laughs> Tyler Posey, Tyler, no, Tyler, Tyler Posey, Tyler Schnabel, doing it raw. Loose, loose in the vibe. Loose sexual in the, vibe. in the. No, loose in the vibe. Raw in the sexual sense. That was yeah. I lost. If somebody has what we said five seconds ago before this, I mean, it will be you know posted somewhere, so we can just always go back in time. It will be. Yeah. Well, this will be on our iTunes yes. podcast and uh, SoundCloud. Yeah. How, speaking of sound, how do we sound? We have a chat open. Um, if we sound good, just, you know, say something. Yeah, right now we are live. So anybody who is listening to this, the recorded version, just letting you know oh. we are live. With We're getting uh, all your, we're reading all your responses. Thank you. With a couple of We thousand. got a little bit, uh, some gloriouses, some awesomes, yeah. some greats, some great. and Laptop some perfects. Too hot. I think we're good. Yeah, so we, right now, we are on this... Uh, we are on a website called Mixler, which allows us to do our podcast live. And there's also a chat that comes with it. And the chat is just, there's no, there's no time. We can't read one single um, comment because it's just it's <laughs> one comment after the other. And uh, that's great. It's great for us. It teaches you how to read quickly. It does. And I'm not good at that. I never learned how to read. So slowly for me is the best approach. I, go ahead and try to read them as they come in. Uh, same dream boy hi same lols Sp- sorry guys <laughs> okay, that's a, that's a that, game, was, that that's, was pretty good that's that was pretty that, quick that's a game that we can play later on um today is the first of july oh happy first happy summer did you say rabbit rabbit i did not yeah me neither i said it last night though at 1201 so rabbit rabbit i used to say as a kid and still do as many times as i can the first of every month the second you wake up before you say anything else Say rabbit, rabbit, and it will give you good luck for the rest of the month until month, day one of the next month arises, and it's just all downhill from there. Wait, is downhill bad or good? Bad. Bad? Yeah, definitely. Unless you're falling downhill and at the bottom of the hill. Marshmallows. It are marshmallows and, and live music and cats. Pussy cats, yes. Pussy cats. Yeah. I don't, they, I'm allergic to pussy cats. Well, then you probably, 10 years ago, you never could have came over to my house because my mom had 24 cats at one point. You kind of seem like a cat to me. I seem like a cat? Yeah. What about me makes... I just think I'm allergic to you. Allergic to me? Yeah, just like personality-wise. It's not a, not a good thing to bring up now. After well, hey, we've... Raw, we are, you know, I want to get everything out on the table. I don't think you've ever sneezed once during a podcast, so it's I don't not, believe that you're allergic to me. It's not allergic in the, in like... An allergy way, it's like I'm mentally allergic to you. So what's what's happening inside your head? I just I'm like screaming and oh. rip, ripping apart your insides. Oh, visually. Is that why I have indigestion right now? Wow, that means my mind is pretty powerful. Yeah, very cool. So one one thing that I uh, one we thing go I wanna, on tangents here. I want to mention to to all the fans listening. Hey everybody, welcome. Thank you for joining us. Um, we really take a lot of passion and, and pride in our in our podcast. Whenever we do it, we we sometimes get to it kind of late, and things get in the way. We're pretty busy, um, 
So I appreciate you for sticking around and supporting us through thick and thin. Um, but one thing I want to get a off my chest and mention and get out there before we start is that uh, my co-host, who is a very talented, very loving boyfriend, person, son. You're talking about me, right? Yeah. No, oh, he's thanks. He's my only co-host. No, thanks. Uh, he's a great co-host. He's very knowledgeable. Um, we have great banter back and forth. I think, I think he compliments me well, and I think I compliment him well. But there's one thing I want to ask you. <laughs> I have a little bone to pick. Okay. I um, love, I like bones. I don't know if anybody, um, like, bone-ers? That's exactly what I meant. I could have sworn. See, I'm in that's your that's head. That's exactly what I meant. I know you really well. Um, I don't know if anybody of you follow Tyler Schnabel on Twitter, but uh, if you don't, you should follow him. Tyler, Tyler, what's your... Hey, thanks. It's, uh, you know, I, I keep it simple. It's my name, Tyler Schnabel. At Tyler, Tyler Schnabel. Schnabel's kind of a difficult word to spell, though. I right? think it's on the, the Doing It Raw Twitter S-C-H-N-A-B-E-L. I spelled it wrong for a long time. Good job. I spelled B-L-E for a long time. A lot of people do that. But I don't know if anybody has noticed on Tyler's Twitter or his Snapchat, but he is, in fact, introducing the dreaded, long sought after, almost infamous man bun. Oh, that's this is the bone you want to pick with me. Absolutely. Yes, yes. Yeah, Today you have, a, you have a man bun in your head. I have right man now. bun in my head right now. In it's my not hair. really a bun. It's more of a of, right. a, of a spout. No, what are you I'm doing? adjusting it. Oh, you're okay. Because I, I thought you know, you're taking it out. I mean, you made it sound like it. It looked horrible. No, it didn't look horrible. It just it, it wasn't really bun esque. All right, look. Here's the deal. It was more of like a. Uh, a Christmas tree. Well, you know, I'm starting to, a new trend. When it's I was the a kid, man, I used to do Christmas man, tree hair. <laughs> man Christmas tree. Man Christmas tree hair. <laughs> I love it. That's what I I did that as a kid. My parents used to only it was more in the yeah. middle of my head rather than the the back. But you got to bun it. So I'm bunning. Are you bunning it? Yeah. Now? In fact, if you're if you are a man or a woman and uh you know, you're nice. listening. Um, Hold on, let me get a Twitter has new stickers now. You could tweet out your head with a Christmas tree on top, and we'll retweet our favorite um, man or woman Christmas trees. We're starting a new trend. It's the uh, Christmas man, man, woman Christmas tree. But no, I mean, dude. Oh, my hair's, man, your my, face is so gnarly in this. Picture. My hair is getting long, and I, 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 never, I never really thought about adhering to the whole man bun trend. Because it is a trend. I'm going to tweet a picture of your man bun. That's okay? fine. That's fine. Let me explain the bun. Sorry. It is way easier to just put my hair up in a bun than to put, you know, shit in it, product, and grease it back and have to, like, you know, make sure it looks good all day. It's just, okay, it's okay, just but let me great. ask you this. Let me it's ask just, you this. I just put it up and go. Let me ask you this. If there were no man bun fad right now, if, if, uh, if you hadn't known... That I, a that little I, scrunchie would, would, would squeeze. This ain't it. a scrunchie. Or a hair tie, sorry. Hair, hair tie. Hair tie. You didn't know that it... I think scrunchie's a 90s term, huh? I wonder if anybody knows what a scrunchie is. I just is. think it's a different product. You're right. It's, a, it's one of those bigger kind of... It's a scrunchie. Um, but if you didn't have any influence from any of the new man buns, would you have a man bun? I have an answer for this. And the reason I grew my hair out is because... Well, first off, when I left Teen Wolf, I didn't have to keep it short anymore. So I'm like, I want to do something different. I'm just going to let it grow. My brother, my brother Court, who I look up to very much, has long hair. And he looks good with long hair. And so I, and we kind of look alike. So I thought, uh, you know what? Maybe I could pull off the long hair. So. Which you do it was, really well. Oh, thanks. I love your long hair. I appreciate that. It was, so it's, I, 
this long hair is not because of the man bun. It's because of my brother. And I, ha- oh, I, I have a that. girlfriend, so she probably eventually would have said, here, take my hair tie or let me put your hair up for you. And then I would have been like, hey, that's, there's a bun on my head. Is this cool? Probably. I'm the first person doing this. Probably. Yeah, it's cool. It's cool now that I'm doing it. Now that I'm doing it. Yeah. So, yeah, I think I would have, I think I would have had a man bun regardless of the trend. I think the trend helped me make that transition. Yeah, more comfortably. Right. Good yeah. to know. Yeah. Has anyone tweeted out any Christmas tree? Uh, Christmas trees. You know, there's a topic I could talk about for hours. I love Christmas trees. Don't let them trees. dry up or catch fire. Oh, look. We're actually getting them in. People are... These are great. Wait, we're what, re- is, we're re- what, you, what did you tell it's people to do? It's the first one I saw, so I'm retweeting What it. did you tell fans to do? I told night? fans to post a picture of themselves self with a Christmas tree on their face. Oh, you did? Yeah. I'd rather them you do were, the actual hair. But this is funny. It is funny. Hashtag, uh, hashtag man, woman, Christmas tree. <laughs> <laughs> this episode didn't get any more random. So, if anybody doesn't know what we do here, um, Tyler Schnabel and I, my name is Tyler Posey, and my co-host is Tyler Schnabel, uh, we met on the set of Teen Wolf. And Tyler, if anybody doesn't know who I am, I am an actor on the show Teen Wolf. It's a remake of the 1985 classic with Michael J. Fox. Um, and only, you know, we've, we've had some liberties with it. We've gone a little darker route and kind of made it, you know, more modern, whatever the hell that means. But it's really fun, and we've been on it for the last six seasons. And I met Tyler uh, early season three and um, realized we had a lot in common in the sense of filmmaking and um, just kind of our work ethic. And we became really good friends and wanted to do a lot of projects with each other. So we started writing scripts, have a lot of projects in mind. And there's this, I I kind of discovered a couple years ago that I really like hosting and hosting things. It kind of comes off really naturally for me and... And I've just grown to love it, and, and uh, I've always wanted to do my own kind of radio show, and I thought a good introduction to that would be a podcast. And since Tyler Schnabel and I worked so well with each other, I asked him if he wanted to be a part of it with me, kind of be my co-host. And I'm help. so glad you did. I'm glad I did, too. because yeah, now I'm famous, and it's something <laughs> I've always wanted to be. Is that why you got into this? Because yeah. you, you wanted the fame. That's, yeah. That's famous people have man buns. And I, You're right. It's the truth behind the man bun. See, I knew, I knew, <laughs> I can read you. <laughs> and so we started a podcast, and I, I would like to say it was an experiment at first, which it kind of was, but I think we still took it seriously and still wanted good outcome from it. Well, we were always, I feel like we were always sort of thinking long, long term in the sense that after we had a couple episodes under our belt, we were like, Let's just keep this up and see what happens. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, it was never, I don't think, was it ever just like a one episode no, thing? No, not at all. No, it's no. something I've always wanted to do. Yeah. And uh, so since you were down to do it, um, we started our podcast. And yeah. It kind of started off really random and still is. and still has kind of that real, real random kind of feel. Uh, but we're getting feedback from fans and we're learning that the rawness is, is actually what people like. Right. And I think we knew that going into it. That was kind of our whole... I did. I personally didn't. You didn't? I, I did. If you had that, I mean, the genius right there. I knew it. I knew it. That's why I wanted this whole thing to be fuck, like, just, like, relaxed. And, yeah. You know, we're normal people. And people, you know, people in our shoes, in our industry, right. fans kind of have a certain way that they think about us. But we're just like you guys. 
Just like you guys. I mean, guys, seriously, we are literally sitting in a room in Tyler's house. It's just the music room. We got a computer and two mics, and we're just drinking some beer and chatting. Like anybody could could do this. Yeah, and it's it, really unless you're under eighteen or under twenty one. But one thing I do want to say. So <laughs> I, I I really so that that's who we are, and this is episode eight, and we wanted to have ten episodes for for our first season, and you're toward the end of our first season. So thank you for listening. This is Tyler Posey and Tyler Schnabels, <laughs> episode eight of our first season of Doing It Raw, the podcast. Um, oh, man, I was going to say something. Just yeah, because you wanted to say, this sounds like a segue into season two. No, that's not what I was going to say. Oh. I was going to say something else. Okay, well, why don't we just talk about that? Season two. So we kind of always had the idea of doing our first season kind of experimental, no structure really to the show, um, and then going into season two if we were to have one with a little bit more structure, a little bit more... Just, like, parts of the show. Uh, not Stuff done a little bit more, like, professionally, technically, where we don't have these audio issues. Right. Um, that part's fun. <laughs> it's kind of fun. It's the fun of live. Oh, I, I kind of I want to make sure that whenever we have a season two, we still... Whenever... We no have matter what, error. We have, we have technical errors constantly, yeah. every episode. And if there aren't any, we make them. Exactly. That's what I mean. Even if it's perfect, perfect equipment, right. I want us to fuck up. It's fun that way. We, we, I feel like we work well off of that. But damn, I was going to bring something up. But regardless, let's move on. Um, so I'm an actor. Tyler's an actor. He has since quit Teen Wolf and started to pursue his career of acting, writing, filmmaking. Um, and you've got a lot of stuff in the works right now, don't you, buddy? I do, man. It's really exciting. It's a little nerve-wracking, but What's nerve-wracking? very exciting. Uh, just, I don't know, just kind of just diving into it and, and not really... You know, kind of learning as you go. It's just, it's fun. But at the same time, in the back of your head, you're just constantly thinking, you know, I hope, uh, you know, hope this doesn't, I hope this doesn't become a train wreck. Oh, of course. Well, you, you, I mean? you, the stuff that you're working on your on your own, or are you just leaving Teen Wolf in general and leaving a stable job. The stuff I'm working on, right, like the okay. projects that I'm doing. Well, I think I think anybody, no matter what. I mean, even for Teen Wolf, there's there's moments where I'm like, oh god, I hope this isn't a fucking train wreck. Right, right, right. So no matter what you're doing, I think I think uh, you're gonna have that notion. That's true. You That's know? true. I think at least. I no, you're probably right. I mean, the fact that you share that is comforting. Oh man, dude, there's so many times when we're filming Teen Wolf where I'm like, oh shit, I don't know if this is gonna work. Whether it comes down to my acting, um, the way that I think the shot is set up, the way that the director is directing me, it just doesn't yeah. feel right. And and you know, for the most part my worries are taken away when I watch the actual episode. And I'm like, okay, that worked. That moment worked. But some, there's some moments where I'm just like, fuck, we could have done something way cooler. And you make a good point. It's like once you see the product, actually, you kind of get a sense of where it's going. And what I've been working on right now is my first feature film. And it's called Fraser Park. And uh, we are in post right now. We have, a, we have a cut. It is about 75 minutes long. And you've seen it. 75 minutes too long. Ouch. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you know what's interesting? I, you know, one of the producers on this movie, she was thinking, um, honestly, it's like, don't worry about the time. Cut it to the best it could possibly cut, possibly be cut to, and then decide whether or not it's a short or a movie. And that's some great advice. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So this, this had potential to be an actual short. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think you could have made that work with all the footage you had? And 
I think if I really wanted to make this a short, I could have, but the whole point of this project mm. is making a feature. Right. Like, Explain, our first feature. Right. Tell, tell them why. What prompted this and why you... So, okay. I'm going to try to give away as little as possible but have this film make sense. Right. <laughs> so, essentially, my one of my closest friends out here in L.A., who was also my uh, producing partner for on my YouTube channel, Nano Shorts. Sam Hanover is his name. He was coming up on a big move. He, he actually already moved. But he was moving in with his <coughs> girlfriend in Indianapolis. A burp as often as you like. Uh, oh, I will. Wow. Hey, something random. Hecklin. Tyler Hecklin's giving me a phone call right now. All right. Shall uh, we take it? No, no, we're in the middle of a show. If okay. anybody knows who Tyler Hecklin is, Tyler Hecklin was a co-star, one of, one of my co-stars on the show, Teen Wolf. He was one of the originators of the show. Not the originators, but he was part of the original cast. And he left uh, late season three. And doing awesome stuff. Like that yeah, he's movie doing great shit right now. He, he, just, he just got cast as Superman in the new Supergirl series. Really good friend of mine, so I'm going to have to give him a call after we That's awesome. wrap this up. Good, good. I didn't know that. Super, that's really cool. You didn't know he was a Superman? No. Just got cast. That's awesome. Isn't that great? That's really, really cool. It, 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 it puts the Tylers in a good light. That's all I care. I, I'm, not, I'm, like not, I'm not really friends with either of you. But Only if you guys do well, it gives my name a good name. Exactly. That's you know? all I really care about. So I want to help. I want to. I want to help everybody. <laughs> okay, keep going. Okay. So my friend Sam, he was moving in with his girlfriend in Indianapolis. He already moved, but he came to me a few months ago and was like, "You know, Tyler, my biggest regret is never making a feature with you. We've only done shorts, and all I want to do is make a feature." So I was like, "Well, you're moving in. You're moving in literally." Less than three months, so uh, like, how are we going to do this? So we came up with an idea, something easy to shoot, and we did it. And I think it's that's a testament to getting anything done. You just have to do it. Well, that's how this started. This right. podcast. Exactly. You know. So uh, you know, I'm I I know that I was inspired through this podcast. That if you just sit down and do it, you can create anything. So. We're really excited to have actually accomplished this. Um, like I said, it's called Fraser Park, and it is a uh, sort of like a thrillery type film. And it is about Sam and I going out into the woods to make a movie. And that's really all I'm going to say. That's all you need to know. But we, we actually have an article written up about us. We have another one coming out soon. The press is, We're doing really well with the press. So if you'd like to learn more about our movie, you can visit um, our Twitter at Fraser Park Film, F R A, F R A I Z E R, F R A Z I, F R A Z I E R, I E R, yeah, Fraser. and it's on Facebook too, and we have a website, FraserParkFilm.com, and that just shows that, uh, and hey, I, I've seen it. I haven't seen the newest cut of it, but I've seen it, and it's it's really good. Thank you, thank you. I I, you I haven't I, seen the latest cut. I haven't seen the latest cut. I I wouldn't have been able to to do what you did with the film. You had a great vision for it, and it completely, uh, you pull it off. It, it's exactly how you explained it to me, and uh, you did a really good job with editing and filming. And that just shows that you can do whatever you want to do. But this kind of brings me to a point that I've been, I think this is what I was going to talk about earlier. Oh, great. It brings me to a point that I've, I, 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 is kind of a newer revelation for me, but I think it's really necessary. I'm all for following your dreams and doing what you want to do. And 
and doing what you love and making a career out of it. Like me, you know, I, I, I don't work a normal job, and I do what I love. I love acting, I love filmmaking, I love music, and I do all of it. Um, and I've been one of the lucky ones and fortunate enough to also have it uh, uh, be my livelihood and, and, and be my career and make me money. But that's hard to come by. And I just watched this interview with Mike Rowe. If anybody doesn't know who Mike Rowe is, he was the lead and the host of a show called Dirty Jobs on Discovery Channel a couple of years ago. He's and hilarious. He's hilarious, but he's also just a really smart dude and, and really genuine. And I think that's kind of what it attracted me to him. Also, he's very attractive. <laughs> but he's a real manly man, and he's a really cool dude, and I've always kind of admired him for his, his, him being so genuine and funny and just lighthearted in how he handles things. But he just came out with this interview where he basically says, go ahead and follow your dreams. Um, but kind of do it as a hobby, you know, if it's not making you money. In the place that we live in right now, the way that we live, the way that the world works, you need money. You got you to have money. Absolutely. And it's a very mature and adult decision to pursue a real job that will make you, that will make you money and, and, and keep you living and, and surviving, um, but also, you know, making sure that your passions and, and the stuff that you're, you, you're passionate about and your dreams... Mm, Keep them as hobbies until you can really, you know, flourish with them and, and, and make them a career. Um, so anybody out there, you know, who wants to do this shit, do it by all means. Please, for the love of God, follow your dreams and 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 be smart about it. Be smart about it. Be an adult about it. You know, if you're if you're trying to make it big as a musician, first of all, there's not much money being a musician and the competition is so fierce out there. But if if you're not making much money, you know, get a fucking job. You know, get over the ego and and get a real job, uh, at least until you can, you know, make enough money to tour or do whatever the hell you want to do. But uh, I think there needs to be a, a really strong equal balance of the both of those, you know. Absolutely. And you actually, uh, you told me this right. maybe a week ago because we had gotten breakfast and I was saying to you that as much as this year has been an awesome being able to do whatever I want, at the same time, I'm spending a lot of my own money, my own savings, because I'm unemployed, you know, and I'm. this was my plan to take a year off and do what I want to do, but it's coming to the point where I need to make some money. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, I was talking to you about this, and you said, you you brought up his right. quote. Right. And it, it's super true. It really is. And and it's something that, you know, I've kind of been preaching to people and, and to my fans uh, just to go fucking follow your dreams. You can do whatever you want to do if you put your mind to it, which is true. You gotta be smart gotta and be mature smart about, about your decisions. Yeah, exactly. Right. There's a maturity that comes from knowing that, like, I can't sustain a life if I if if I just pursue these dreams that are so out of reach right now. You know, you need you need. And the, and the other amazing thing, not to don't mean to cut you off, no, but I I've been finding that when you when you make these decisions that you don't normal that you wouldn't necessarily. Um, predict, plan for, they take you down these paths that lead you to the best possible outcome. You know what I mean? I do. So, so don't be afraid to, to do something new. And it's like... It's true. If, you know, for example, if I get to a point where I need to get a, a full-time job, I you know, get a job, who knows doing what? Maybe I'm working at a print shop. Maybe I'll run into a customer 
who is the best actor in the world and we decide to make something and it's incredible and you know we get success off of this thing you never know what's going to happen you just be smart and mature and wise about your decisions and I, I, I think that's where you find success, you know, making smart and wise decisions. And working hard. Working hard, right. Really working hard, no matter what it is, you know, because I've always said, first of all, I've always been an actor since I was six years old. And I've always loved it, but I, I have so much passion for it. And I have a lot of passion for anything that I do. And I've always said that if I weren't an actor and if I were just working a normal job, I think that I would be cool with it. You know, I, I think I know what it is. I know it's work. And I know that working hard, one, is a payoff. Um, I mean, I, sometimes when I'm working, I like struggling. I like I like the feeling of of treading water, mm-hmm. you know, where my head's just above the surface and I'm and I'm barely hanging on, but I'm still in it. You know, that feeling is so rewarding. One, and it builds you as a human. And absolutely, it really does. It, does. it really does. So, that's some good advice right there. Follow your dreams. Do it smart, though. If 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 you don't have the means to live a substantial life, not substantial, but if you can't survive and follow your dreams at the same time, time to put one thing on the back burner just for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Keep it as your hobby. Yeah. And work hard. And, and I don't know, I'm not saying that's going to make and, you a happy person. Best of luck. Best of luck. You know, <laughs> it'll, uh, and don't get bitter if it doesn't work out. Yeah, don't get bitter. Fuck it. There's no point in getting bitter. It's plenty pretty, of things you can have fun doing on the side. Yeah. Yeah, like jerking off. Totally. Dude, jerking off is the most fun thing I don't do it as much anymore, though. Oh, I do it 19 times a day. I mean, that's a lot of. Uh, yeah, one second. I've just I'm, I'm I'm a little overdue. Can you can you talk to the? Oh, you're gonna rub one out right now? Right now. Oh, do you mind uh, taking it somewhere else? So, <laughs> <laughs> what taking the direction of this conversation somewhere else? So I uh, I I just uh, tweeted something. I didn't tell you. I just tweeted something while you were telling a story. I tweeted something and I said. Special guest coming soon. Oh, nice. So just letting everybody know that uh, there may be a special guest coming um, very soon before this episode is over, joining us for a little bit. And we have a pre-show before each show, and there's music involved. It's all music. It's just basically five to six songs Right. Of uh, of our of our choosing that we play for a pre-show. If you and were here early, clue, you heard it. Yeah, if you were here early, you heard the pre-show. And the clue is that uh, this special guest has something to do with one of those songs that we played. It's Bob Marley. <laughs> <laughs> Back from the dead, Back man. Back from the dead. Hey, we got the red stripe, brother. Speaking of Bob Marley, Rastafari. Red stripe, I just got back from Jamaica. Tell me about your trip, brother. That was an incredible trip. And every, you know... Everywhere I went, I thought to myself, man, Posey would fucking love this. I remember you telling me. And, you, you were... yeah, and then you told me you've already been to Jamaica, and I was like, oh. Just once, but he was on a cruise. So it right. was a port. It was a stop. We were only there for three hours, right. something like that. Still a lot of fun. I've never drank that much Red Stripe in my whole life, first of all. But I now it's one of my favorite beers, which is why we're drinking it now. I love it. I love the Squatty Can. Remember the commercials for Red Stripe? I don't. It was a it was a commercial of this Rastafari like coming up to like a, a a squatty fat white dude, and he says something like, "This beer looks just like you, <laughs> ugly on the outside but good on the inside." <laughs> <laughs> that was basically the gist of the commercial. That is hilarious. But it was great because it is a funny little can, uh, uh, bottle. These, you know, it's funny. This red stripe is canned in Pennsylvania. Maybe that's why you and like the it. red stripe. No, the red stripe in Jamaica is authentic red stripe. 
Is it different tasting? It's different. It's actually reverse colors. Interesting. That's uh, kind of cool. The label is Wait, red, so it's white stripe. White. Sorry. The label on these these bottles are white, but the labels on Jama- in Jamaica are red. So does that mean that it's white stripe in Jamaica? Uh, just the white is red. This is still red. Oh. This is a So the whole thing is red. It's It's hard to describe. So it's red block. <laughs> red red square. Red square. Yeah. Drink our beer, man. It is red square. Drink the red square, man. So maybe we'll have this special guest join us, hopefully. Yeah, that would be super cool. Um, yeah, they're on their way. So uh, that's kind of all I had to say about that. Oh, but we were talking about something. I mean, I, 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 could go into, I could go into countless stories on what we did in Jamaica. Okay. In fact, I have one in particular that's pretty funny. Um, so we went on a bunch of different excursions, and when we got there, we actually had nothing planned except a horseback ride. And with me, when I go on trips, I like to keep things sort of a surprise. I try not to do that much research because I think it's more fun when your expectations are surpassed. And if you aren't going to do any research, then you really don't have any expectations. So we all show up. It's like a family of, it's like eight of us. Me, my girlfriend, my brother, his girlfriend, my sister, her husband, my mom, and my stepdad. We all get inside a van outside of the airport, and the van is, we barely fit in the van as it is, so we have to put our luggage in this other van. And we end up driving off the beaten path for two hours away from the airport, and we're all just hanging out in this van. It's like, where are we going? This is just, it doesn't seem safe. The roads are just gnarly, dude. And first off, everyone drives on the opposite side of the road, you know, Whatever. They do that in London. and But the fact that there are no laws, no road laws, and you can just do whatever you want. So if you want to pass a car, you literally just honk your horn and swerve around whoever's coming at you. We probably had close to a dozen miss, uh, close calls in the car on the, way to, on the way to our house. It scared the living shit out of me. And I'm thinking the whole time, we're going to die. <laughs> this is it. This is a horror movie. You know, I, I, this is how I think. I've watched so many movies, and it's like Hills Have Eyes type crazy, you know, the, the what's that one movie with Eliza Dushku? Wrong Turn. Have you ever seen that? No. Oh, yes. 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 Yeah. yeah. So now I'm just like coming up with all these crazy ideas, and I'm, wrong, thinking, I'm thinking like, wrong turn wrong reference. Turn. Wrong turn you're reference. Hilarious. You're the only person in the world that would make a wrong <laughs> turn. <laughs> Eliza Dushku. Let's, let's cast her in our next movie. Okay. That sounds good. We, the Revenge of Eliza Dushku. Wrong, uh, wronger turn? Wrongest turn. Wrongest turn. <laughs> <laughs> so we show up at this house, and it's just absolutely beautiful. And, you know, the ride was insane, but we got there. It was so worth it. And we just stayed with this amazing, amazing staff, all locals, who just made our stay absolutely incredible. And we did so many amazing things. But there was one mishap. We went to this bar called Rick's Cafe. Oh, you're talking about this? Oh, dude. Gnarly. Went to this bar called Rick's Cafe, which is the most popular bar in Jamaica. Wait, were you peeing? Yes, okay. Oh, yeah, that's fine. Okay. While you pee, I'll, I'll just talk about the story. So we go to Jamaica. It is... We go to this place called Rick's Cafe. It's the most popular bar in Jamaica. And there are these cliff divers. And they are diving from, I believe, like 70 feet in the air into the water and it's, it's, it's insane and if you go you can dive yourself off a smaller platform 
We get there. The place is rowdy. We're all having a good time. Me and my girlfriend decide to take a picture in front of this Rick's Cafe sign. And as soon as we finish taking the picture, we walk away. And within 10 seconds, my girlfriend says to me, hey, Tyler can have my phone back. And, I, I, and I'm thinking, what do you mean? I don't, I don't have your phone. She said, yeah, I slipped it in your pocket right before we took the picture. I, I, I pat my pants. I'm not feeling anything. And I start freaking out like, babe, I don't have your phone. So she starts freaking out. We run back to the sign where we took the photo. There's no phone in sight. We ask everyone around. They haven't seen the phone. So either it fell out of my pocket, someone picked it up, or we got pickpocketed. And immediately the vibe has just gone from great to shitty. And I'm thinking, oh no, Like there are so many amazing pictures on this phone. What are we gonna do? So my girlfriend, she, she decided to just give up after a couple minutes. She's thinking. Oh, oh, sorry. Your mic turned down. Huh? Your, your mic turned off. Just, what, accidentally? Well, OK, there we go. What, my, can people not hear me? They couldn't for f- t- 0.2 seconds. Maybe, they, OK. Well, either way, long story short, we couldn't find the phone. And I did everything in my power to get this phone back. I Snapchatted saying, if you're watching this Snapchat, send good vibes. Uh, I, I, I gave my information to the front desk. I talked about security. I talked to security about our phone getting swiped. And it was, I did everything I could, and we left. And as soon as we left, I got a phone call from Rick's Cafe saying that if we wanted the phone to go back to Rick's Cafe. So immediately we freak out. We drive back, and we end up on this crazy wild adventure like a 20 minute road trip to this random place to get our phone back and i swear to god i felt like we were on a police rescue mission i'm in the back seat of this car squeezing my girlfriend's hand all for a cell phone and i'm thinking you know what's the point what's the point of this crazy adventure if we're dead because i really thought we were gonna die man i feel like uh taken with liam neeson yeah, yeah. In fact, he was in the back seat. Neeson was in the back seat? He was in the back seat. Oh, man. Like, telling everyone where to go. Was he like, I will find you, and I will kill you? That's right. That's right. Oh, shit. <laughs> and you're like, no, don't tell him that. I just want the phone I back. I just want the phone. Don't kill anybody. I didn't want anyone to get killed. I agree. So he listened to me, thankfully. Wow. We showed up, and lo and behold, there's some random dude outside of this hotel with our phone unbelievable how it happened but apparently someone swiped the phone he was working on a tour boat got back on the boat his boss saw him with the phone told him to return it immediately called rick's cafe rick's cafe made the connection because i gave him my information and boom there it is god damn you must have felt like (laughs) the most secret service i uh, well yes I would have I would have felt like I was a bodyguard for the Jamaican president. <laughs> there that was story a, when you told me it just sounded like something out of Taken with Liam Neeson. It was a little bit of Taken. I mean, a phone was Taken. So, that's what it was. Taken for. You could literally the cell phone chronicles. You could make a movie out of this story, literally just the Taken cell phone. I don't know how many people would see it. I would. Might have to be a short. That's fine. That's fine. It wasn't a short. It was feature length, though. The whole how, experience how happy, was over an how hour. How happy was your girlfriend after? Your- oh, she called. She called me her hero, and my and, hero, and, and, and just 
like Olive from hung on to me for the rest of the. the you rest were Popeye, of the trip. and she was Olive. I felt great. I was just happy that she got her phone back. How huge were your forearms afterward? Because I ate spinach. Yeah. Uh, not big. I actually didn't eat any spinach on the trip. That's not good for you. Mm. I it was mainly red stripe. Daily dose and of plantains. Plantains. <laughs> <laughs> plantains. plantains. So the plantains. They uh, are they fried like mm-hmm. those Cubans also. Plantains. Do plantains. Yeah, plantains. Plantains. If anybody doesn't know what a plantain is, they're plantains. Plantains. <laughs> This is part of the show. We just uh, we just kind of go off track and 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 lose everyone. I think <laughs> I think that uh, this is this this has a lot to do with your story that you just with plantains. Yeah, plantains. That's true. That's true. Plantains. I love plantains. I actually, you know what? Plantains are pretty fucking good. The only way that plantains are good is if they're cooked. I don't think you can eat plantains raw. They're too hard. Is that true? I think never had a raw. You plantain. know, you can't peel a plantain like a banana. You have to use a knife. They're that tough? They're that tough. Speaking of tough, coconuts. I was at this place in Jamaica, and this guy climbed up a tree, picked a coconut off the tree for me, and then peeled it with his teeth. (gasps) What a G. Was he a hippopotamus? I, (laughs) it was, I forgot to mention that it was a hippopotamus that got me. Well, there you go. Yeah. If any of you guys were wondering if hippos hippos can climb trees, the answer is yes. Oh, whoa. We just got delayed. Oh, I don't know. Something crazy is happening. Okay, okay. Technical difficulties. Uh, Hello? I can hear myself now. Yeah, but there's a major delay. There was some weird shit going on a second ago. All right, it's getting a little crackly. What is that? Oh, you know what? Let's close what? this chat again. Okay, close the chat. We won't. We're not going to be able to see you guys. It's getting a little for, crazy. Yeah, yeah, it's getting a little we crazy. We have too many listeners. Well, that's good, you know. And you know what else? Oh wait, look, close. Okay, this is back. See the 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 Mixler app is frozen. Okay, there we go. It's back. The chat totally screws things up. Yeah, chat's chat's good, but bad for for technical difficulties. How do we turn off the monitor on here? Delay is still happening. Welcome to doing it raw, my friends. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. I just don't know what to tell you. I wish you would. We're using your equipment and and uh, it's not my equipment that's faulty. It might be actually shit. But I don't even know how to adjust things. It's all on the fly. Hey, yeah, we're about to pass six thousand listeners. Just want to say, if you're just tuning in, welcome to doing it raw. Thank you so much for listening. This is a passion project, and we appreciate you being here. Who are you? Tell us your name. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me your name. Tell me your name. I mean, I'm Tyler. Oh, oh, sorry. I'm Tyler. Schnabel. Yeah. Wait, did you think I was talking to the fans? I thought you were talking to the fans. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we should talk to the fans. We should, yeah. Hey, if you guys have any questions, uh, you can either... T- please try tweeting us. Let's do Twitter. Do, do Twitter uh, through at raw... Podcast mm-hmm. and we exactly need to how you would think it was. It, it's spelled. Uh, we cannot do the the chat on Mixler because it slows things down quite a bit. Um, so if you would please tweet us any questions that you have and, and use the hashtag dir eight doing it raw eight doing D-I-R-8. it raw for episode eight for episode eight. Okay, and uh, we will answer your questions live on the air. Yes, we won't. 
Um, I'm searching right now for the hashtag, seeing if the seeing if anything has come up. Because people are quick. How, how do you turn the Latin seat down? Is again? What is this? What is this? Poop head. That's a man bun. Who is that? I don't know. Man, woman, Christmas tree. Tyler put some extra footage. Someone put poop on the top of it. We asked for a Christmas tree, people. That is just outrageous. No, you asked for wow, that. Wow, we've got a lot. Okay, here come the questions. So, Ready? There's, hold on. There's, I want to say one thing. Um, if anybody didn't notice, there was a band uh, that I that we uh, played in the pre-show, and the band is called Figure It Out, and the song is called P period R period P. Or PRP, uh, which stands for Punk Rock Princess. But the band, Figure It Out, is a new band that I, my, my buddy told me about that barely has any plays on Spotify. Nobody knows about them. Please check them out. They're fucking great. Good old-fashioned pop punk. Um, and they, they're, they're really good. Three, it's a three-piece band, which makes them even better. Big Blink-inspired people. But yeah, figure it out. Listen to him. Okay, now let's answer some fan questions. Here we go. Dude, we're crackling big time. We're crackling? Yeah, there's some weird shit going on. I wish I wish I knew. How do you turn down that latency again? Uh, Nixler, and then preferences, and then audio latency. But see, it's all the way down. It's all the way down, I know. Hello. Very strange. So strange. Weird. Okay, fan questions. Okay, uh, well, why don't we just start with this right off the bat? Can you tell us something about the new season of Teen Wolf? Okay, so... By, by at Noosa0001. If we've got new listeners, my name is Tyler Posey, and I work on the TV show, the MTV TV show called Teen Wolf. And we are in the middle of our sixth, sixth season right now. And the way that we do it is that we split up our seasons into two different parts. So there is part A and part B. We just finished part A. So we've got another about five months of shooting coming up left to do. Um, but part A, you know, one thing I can say about this season, because there's a lot to give away, and I'm not going to, but there, one thing that I can say is that uh, for the last, I, I'd, say, I'd say two and a half years of, the last two and a half seasons of Teen Wolf, it's been very confusing. And kind of storylines, uh, not random, but they've just had a lot of content, and since we're a supernatural show, we dive a lot into mythology, and sometimes that can get very confusing. So with this season, we still do the Teen Wolf thing, and in Teen Wolf fashion, we, we dive into mythology. But we do it kind of at a slower pace, and it's a little less confusing, which I, I, I like a lot. You know, I, I'm one who gets confused uh, during a season. You know, even though I know what the, what, what the hell's happening and, and, and what's going on, I've read the scripts... It's still a little confusing sometimes. So one thing about this season is that it is a little less confusing um, for the people who can't really follow the story. But uh, it's a really good season. We've got a lot of really cool uh, twists and turns and heroic moments. Um, kind of, that's pretty much it, though. This season, I think, I think the, the, the meat of this season is going to be in season 6B. Nice. The second half of the season. I think that's when it's really going to get meaty. And... Uh, if anybody doesn't know, I will be directing an episode in season 6B, um, one of the earlier episodes, I think, because towards the end of the season, the episodes, um, it's just, it's, it becomes a little less scheduled, and the schedule gets kind of random and crazy, so it'd be easier scheduling-wise to direct an episode at the earlier half of the season, 
Um, there's a lot that goes into directing I'm kind of figuring out. Uh, acting my entire life since I was six years old, I, I've, I know a lot about acting, I know a lot about being on a set, and I'm really attentive and I, I'm really aware, so I, I pay attention a lot on set, and I've always wanted to kind of have control over things because sometimes I see set kind of um, uh, losing pace. I, 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 there's a lot of things that go wrong on a set where I feel like I can have control and fix. And so I feel like one of the reasons why I want to direct is to have that say and that control. Uh, aside from you know wanting to direct from an artistic standpoint, I'm really excited to to uh, to direct from like a, a, a scheduling and getting everything done on the, in the right in the right amount of a lot of time. But that being said, directing is kind of random and. Can be, I, I'm a little nervous, so I don't know how it's going to I, I would be too, but I'm so excited for you, dude. Absolutely excited. And uh, if you'd let me, I'd love to be there for at least one of the days. Oh, dude, directing. hell yeah. Fuck, of course. Whenever, whenever you want to be. Sorry, I just scratched my nuts with that hand. I don't want to. It's okay. I just took a piss and didn't wash my hands. So we're, I noticed that. Yeah, we're, uh, we're equal. I noticed that you didn't just wash your hands in my bathroom in my house. I just, you know, I didn't want to. I didn't want to leave you hanging for that long. You're right. You know what? That was, I was in my head. Telling that that story, being by myself, it's scary being by yourself when you're on the mic. Yeah, when you have an audience like six thousand one hundred ninety-six listeners, you know, Jesus, at the palm of your hand. What do you What do you say? What do you okay, do? Okay, so let's answer some more. We questions. have one. We have one. Okay, ready? And this this is random, but uh, it just makes me laugh. Okay. So this is a question by. Uh, just ask the question. This question by Brenna at Bree on the Moon, and her question is. Is there any body parts that you would want to be bigger or smaller? Any body parts that I would want to be bigger? First of all, my nuts smell bad. I haven't showered in like a day or so. It has nothing to do with the question. Let's stick. I wish my my nuts to, smell so. Let's just stick to the question. <laughs> okay. okay. Any body parts that I would want bigger or smaller? I wish my body was bigger. I wish I was like six nine. That is excessive. It's, it's pretty tall. Okay, then I wish I was six feet, even. You know what? I wouldn't mind another inch. I wouldn't mind another inch. Other places, too. You know? <laughs> just I wish my dick was smaller. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that's I, could, a, that's I, I, I could do for a couple less inches there. I just... Um, it's hard. It's my... I have a... My, I, my, I, ba I have a... I get acupuncture because of it. Talk about my uh, nose. What's wrong with your nose? Just, you know, I could lose a little bit of my nose. I could lose a lot of my dick. <laughs> I'm happy for you, man. I'm really happy for you. You know. Hey, the girls are too. Just pat yourself on the back. I am um, every night. And here's the thing: if you are gonna lose some of your dick, yeah, uh, just chop it up into some pieces and disperse it to people who need it. Okay. Like you know, is that possible? Yeah, of course. There, oh. there are ways. There are, aren't there? Yeah. Kind of like how chicken McNuggets are are molded. Like they just like chop chop up the chicken, mold them into nuggets. I can mold my chopped up penis into a penis into a head of a penis, and, and then and give it to give it to one person, a needy penis person. So if anyone out there wants Tyler's head, uh, shoot uh, shoot us a tweet. Shoot us a tweet. <laughs> Our email is <laughs> <laughs> email is uh, our phone numbers are doing it raw podcast at gmail .com. All right, moving on to the next question. Yeah, we're going <clears> to another <throat> Twitter question. <clears throat> okay, let's see here. Uh, so. Hey, you know what we didn't do? What? I think one of the first episodes that we've had of this season of Doing a Raw, we came up with a uh, not a contest, but uh, we were versing each other. 
and with paintballs. With paintballs, and whoever whoever lost the the, the, contest. the contest was going to get shot in the ass with a paintball. That's right. We haven't done that. We we'll save that. it we for season two, or the last or the final episode. We'll do. I like that a lot. I like it too. We'll film it too. We'll Vine it, or what's it called? Snapchat. Yeah. Perfect. Is Vine does, is Vine dead? It, I think it's dead. Oh, how sad! And all, those, all those poor Vine. Speaking kids. of Vine, uh, I was just at VidCon last weekend, and I was outside on the patio of this hotel, surrounded by some pretty big Viners. Yeah, and it was funny because I was at a table drinking some beer with uh, three Snapchatters. Mm-hmm. It was just four of us, so in total, and we were surrounded by Vine stars. Was there like a kind of rivalry? It was just a little clicky. But in my head, I'm thinking, wow, Vine probably felt this way, you know, maybe half a decade ago, surrounded by YouTube stars. You know what I mean? Right. Where you had the, the small niche Vine crew right, surrounded right, by right. the big YouTube crew. Right, right. So, you know, in my head, I'm thinking, because Snapchat is something I'm trying to take seriously, if that makes sense. And that's kind of how I felt. I was like, oh, well, you know what? This this could turn into something. So in year. a couple of years, you're going to be the big dogs and some other some other social some media, other social crew. media app is going to be the underdogs. Exactly. Exactly. Next question. Next question. Who is your favorite singer? Dave Matthews. Hands down. Awesome. So cool. Singer? Shit. Who's your favorite singer? Singer? Like solo? I, I, I Shit, interpret it hard. as you wish. That's a hard question. I, I feel like it would be. I really like Parker Cannon from the story so far. That dude screams. Parker out. Cannon from the story so far. Yeah, Parker Cannon from the story so far. Awesome. That, that dude screams out his emotions, and whenever, whenever I'm like angry and up for a moshing mood, their music and his vocals are they're geniuses. So definitely Parker Cannon is probably my favorite singer. Favorite band is it, you know obviously would be different, but singer. Just singer would be Parker Cannon right now, at least. He That's is awesome. he's brutal. You know he's he, he screams without doing that screamo type of. And that's something I can't. I can't. Stand. I can't, you know as much as I love punk and metal, I can't get into screamo. But there are people who, and I've talked to, I've had conversations with people like, how do you enjoy that they music? They say it just it kind of. That you kind of just tune it out and it's just noise and really it, and it makes them feel it just makes them I don't know dude I could never really connect it's different answer. I mean some there's 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 bands where I can get into it like but if it's the entire song it's hard for me to connect to it well yeah it's not pleasant it's no. not pleasing to the ears but you know and I had this epiphany what if we you know how we can all um, taste differently mm-hmm. right we have different earbuds. Like what if people literally have different hearing capabilities? That's interesting. Where some music sounds better than other I'm music. I'm sure it does. Right? I'm sure. Because when you said Dave Matthews, as much as I love the guy, I can't get into him. Nor, there are nor, so many people who can't. Nor John Mayer. As much as I think they're great fucking musicians. talented musicians yeah. and, and write songs really well, right. I can't get a song of theirs stuck into my head. I, I can't jam... And and kind of lose myself to one of their songs. Well, you're gonna come, you know, and I'm gonna force you, even if you don't. Oh, want Oh, for Dave to. Matthews, I want you to come to a live Dave Matthews. I'm down. Concert. I would love to do that. I think that sounds like a lot of fun. Yeah, I think I think being at a live Dave show helps can can help you kind of appreciate the, the music wagon. more. Yeah, that makes yeah. sense. Yeah, absolutely. Of course. Speak- I've had my mind changed a lot. I'm, I'm speaking of, I'm going, he's playing, actually, in uh, in August at in Irvine. Dion and I are going. I'm going to be your third wheel. If, well, Matt's going, too. I'm going to be <laughs> on a date with Matt. So, yeah, exactly. Perhaps we'll do that. I haven't talked to my girlfriend about it yet, but I'm sure I will. 
Okay, next question for Tyler Posey. This is by Dara uh, Warobi at Dara underscore Warobi. Did you get any new tattoos? And if so, can we see? I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I I like tattoos a lot. Um, growing up, my favorite band was Blink-182, and those dudes, when I was a kid, were covered in tattoos at that point, even more so now. But I've always I've always had a really kind of strong pool and passion to tattoos, and I've always really admired it. And, and, and the more I've grown and the more I get tattooed, I realize that there's culture and there are different genres of tattooing, and so I've, I've kind of learned a lot and... and, and just you know, I, I don't want to only wear tattoos. I want it to be kind of a part of my life rather than just wearing them. Um, with that being said, I did get a new tattoo. I was in Toronto, Canada. I used to live there when I was a kid, from eight years old to twelve. I was filming a TV show there in Toronto, Canada, and those are very pivotal times as a kid. From eight years old to twelve, that's kind of where you really discover yourself, and or at least begin to discover yourself Absolutely. and start it's a to hard time. it is a hard time and so i was kind of uprooted from from my the comfortable living situation that i had in a small suburban town i had a lot of friends was going to school and i was uprooted a little bit and went to toronto canada which is one of my favorite places in the world but i didn't have a lot of friends i had my mom and that, that was we 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 became best friends on 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 those years but i i didn't know a lot of people in toronto and you know, I didn't live there 24 or 12 months out of the year. I I would go home every now and then and stay there. But but my shooting schedule back in Toronto was pretty rigorous, so I I, I had to co- commit a lot of time to going to Toronto. And that's where I really became huge fans of Blink 182 because they were kind of they kept me company in a in a in a depressing, <laughs> sad, weird way. Uh, and you know skateboarding and anything else that I kind of I I I've come to appreciate now. That's kind of where I got its start. And so tattoos were a huge part of my life when I was a kid. I would draw them. I would draw. I would literally draw a little version of my body on a piece of paper that is and so just cool. cover myself with tattoos and plan them out. And wow! Oh, I would do it all the time. I wish I still had those drawings. And so tattoos is something that I've always really appreciated. I do that with hats. Really? Yeah. No, you don't. That's true. I, I don't didn't, believe I did, I did anything you that. have to say. I've, you've lost all my trust. I'm sorry. Keep going. <laughs> um, so I've always really liked tattoos, and I've realized last last maybe five years I've been getting tattooed that I've really liked this tattooing genre, which is called traditional tattoo or American traditional, and that's more of like an old school type of tattooing. It's like the sailors, like when the sailors first started tattooing each other, anchors, boats, or ships, water, uh, hearts that say mom across it, water, you know, any, anything that has to do with mermaids, uh, like a nautical vibe. That's kind of what started this American traditional theme. And so I've really come to like that American tr- traditional theme. And I got a tattoo of the CN Tower, which is a pretty big monument in Toronto, Canada. And those things just go hand in hand for me, you know, uh, t- uh, tattoos and Toronto, because that's where I kind of fell, fell in love with tattoos you know, falling in love with Blink-182 in Toronto. Uh, that's where I just, I, I was introduced to tattoos and got my love for them. And so it was kind of like a really symbolic, nostalgic tattoo for me. And my, my little brother, who lived with me when I was in Toronto, got a matching, similar tattoo. So I did. I got a new tattoo. Probably won't be the last, but I'm going slow. Um, and I got my nose pierced. Listen, this is, if anybody can hear that, that is my nose ring. You really got it pierced. And I, rubbing I can the attest to this. 
I can vouch that he really has a real piercing. I saw some people f- saying that they thought it was fake. It was fake, yeah. Because you said it's all fake while your I brother was, was yeah, getting attacked. Yeah, yeah. And some people Believe interpreted me. that as your nose piercing was fake. Well, that was the plan. That was that was the point. I was saying everything was fake. Yeah. The, I mean, it's, it's, it's pretty good. It was piercing. pretty good, you know, yeah. lifted open. But, uh, you know what's crazy? Seeing you in person with the nose piercing, it's it's so it's so subtle, dude. It is, right? In that picture you posted, for some reason... It, it stood out more. Really? And and it, I think it was because of the way you had your hair, the way you were wearing your hat. You looked like Blink-182. Yeah, that was kind of the plan. I was on a flight back home from Toronto with my little brother, and I went into the bathroom to take a piss, and I was just goofing around. I was, like, in there for five seconds after I peed, and I, I pushed my hair in front of my face, yes. and I looked emo, and... Yeah. Uh, and it just felt like it fit, so I took a picture. I wasn't planning on posting it. <laughs> I mean, uh, it was great, dude. It was it. great. And so, yeah, I have my nose pierced. It's something I've always, ever since Blink-182, like I said, the tattoos, the nose piercings, all that punk style and scene kind of, um, I've always been, a, I've always wanted it and always admired. And so I've always wanted something pierced, whether it was my lip or my nose. Dick. Dick. Well, you can't really see the dick. I want, I want this to be seen. <laughs> well, know. if you, you know. Had it out. Unless I'm just flying. You had it out, yeah. Yeah. Which I could do. Hey, did it hurt, by the way? The nose piercing? It did. Yeah, it totally did. My my eye teared and watered. Um, Yeah, because when I get punched in the nose, or if someone goes, like, got your nose, which I fucking hate, dude. That is the biggest pet peeve. I hate it. Do people say, got your nose? You know, they're like, of course I know what you're talking about. I cannot stand it. Do people do that? Yes. People People still still do do that that to you. People still do that. I haven't had that done since I was at least four years old. It makes my it makes my eyes water, right? When you touch my nose too hard, so I can't imagine getting your nose pierced. It would make your eye water. Yeah, it was weird. Yeah. It, it was only my right eye that watered, though. And it's on the it's on the right side. Yeah, weird. There's something that happens through. It must be some defense mechanism that your body has. So bizarre. Where your eye just waters whenever your nose gets a little messed with. You are bizarre. But uh, the jewelry is a little bit big. I'm gonna shrink it down once. The swelling goes away, which it has. It's healed pretty well. I'm a, I'm a pretty good healer, it turns out. I think it's because I'm a werewolf. Right. That's 100%. That's what the dude said. When he pierced me, he didn't know who I was. And he was like, oh, man, you're already clotting. You're like Wolverine. <laughs> and I was like, or like Teen Wolf. <laughs> and he was like, I don't get it. Did it feel like that uh, that episode when you were getting your tattoo done? On Teen Wolf? Yeah. It felt exactly like that. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Every time I get tattooed, I'm like... Man, this feels like Teen Wolf. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you really know what, though? Uh, the CN Tower, um, I had a flashback to that time we were up there. Because uh, last weekend, I went uh, out for brunch with my girlfriend and her friend, her boyfriend. And we went to the new uh, Sky Slide yeah. in L.A. And it was so much fun. Very similar experience to the CN Tower. You go up. And the glass floor and all that. Well, actually, there's not a the, the elevator is actually enclosed. Really, you can't see out. Oh man! But there is interactive technology at the top, which I think the CN Tower had stuff like that. Okay. You stand in front of screens and stuff. But it was really fun, and we were hammered, hammered, dude. Lord. We went to brunch, and it was bottomless mimosas for twenty bucks. And I think we went through what? six bottles. Twenty of bucks shan- each? No, <gasps> one bottle, one one for the whole table. Twenty. That's bucks. not legal, dude. It was. We went through six bottles of champagne. Oh my. Bottomless for twenty dollars. Where'd you go? We went to this restaurant in L.A. I wish I could remember the name, but it had a buffet, 
all you can eat buffet oh, and man, all you can drink, dude. I could find out. I know. I could find out. I could no, it's okay. We'll find, text. Out, find, find out later. Anyway, super fun. And the sky slide uh, snapped the whole thing. I saw, I saw. I watched the snap after we hung out. Oh, that's right. I came over afterwards. You don't even remember that, do you? No, I do. You're so drunk. No, 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 because I sobered up before I drove. Did you guys hear that? Uh, there's a doorbell ringing. Does that mean does that mean a special guest is here? Guys, this is this is the best part of it. This is seriously a great part of the show because we have a musician that's about to sit down with us. I'm actually kind of curious to how we're going to do this cuz we don't have three mics. Tyler, do we have three mics? Oh good. Okay, great. Let me turn it on. Let me turn it on. All right, yeah. Guys, um you know, I'm just hanging out. Oh, I'm gonna put these mic. I'm gonna put the headphones on. Tyler's been. Tyler's, you know, meeting his guest right now. Oh, okay. Hey, this is kind of nice. I can finally hear myself. I don't hear. I don't sound that bad. Uh, hello. Well, this is the lay. That's really strange. Um, Six thousand seven hundred and thirty-three listeners. Oh boy, they're coming in. Oh gosh, it's happening. I'm getting excited. The dogs are getting excited. The dogs are just going nuts, guys. Oh, boy. Oh, look who it is. Oh, good to see you again, man. How are you? So we've got, we have, we have a little mic. Let me see if I can turn it up real quick. So, ladies and gentlemen, welcome. We got, oh, yeah, let me get your red stripe. Oh, dude, fuck, I didn't even offer you a drink. I'm the worst, homie. I'm the worst. Okay, everybody. Fuck yeah. Of course. So our special guest has arrived. It is none other than he's getting a beer right now, but it's Jack from All Time Low, my homie. So he'll be closing out the show with us. We've got uh, about five more minutes left. And if you guys have any questions or whatever, tweet us at Raw Podcast, and we can talk to Jack from all time low about whatever you want, and we'll 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 tease kind of what we're what we're up, what we're doing. Um, what the hell is going on? Can does this mic? Does this? Oh, here we go. If we turn the, there we go. So yeah, people can hear you now. Whoa! Hey, what's up? There he is. the energy. Yeah, homie. Wow! It's been a while since we've had a, a real guest. Yeah, we haven't. So so this is a podcast that we do. Um, and this is literally it. This is all we do. It's called Doing It Raw. I love it. And Can I curse? You, oh, Absolutely. Dude, that's, that's what it's dude. for. I don't curse usually, but I'll, just in case I want to like celebrate and have like one curse word. Of course. That's kind of what this thing is, man. Like, So we started this thing about a year ago, a little over a year ago. And I, 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 I started hosting all this stuff, and I realized that like hosting is something that I really want to do. And I was like, I, w- I would love to host a, t- a radio show at one point. And so I-, I decided, I was like, fuck it, let's do a podcast. And I- the reason why I liked hosting is because it was so natural and so genuine with me. And I just wanted to be me and have kind of the fans of Teen Wolf see me in a different light. The real me, you know. Just being, you know, just just saying fuck whatever I want. Or just yeah. talking about, what we, d- we were talking about jerking off earlier. I don't know. We, just, we talked about whatever <laughs> we want to. I thought I was the only one. No, Dude, when I was a kid, I thought I made it up. Dude. I swear, when I was a kid. So... <laughs> How do you, as a kid, how do you, like, figure it out? What, jerking off? Yeah, like, when you first jerk off, like, what, 
what in your head is like, I should rub the thing that makes me pee and something else but other than pee is going to come out? I remember, I remember, I don't think it's that, um, I think it kind of happens by accident. For me, it did. So, I you accidentally just, jerked off? Accidentally. So, <laughs> I swear. That, uh, you got to explain. Was, uh, okay, here we go. First grade, uh, I'm in class, and somebody, <laughs> I love is, there, there's some presentation happening, and I have to pee. And I, I, I wanted to be polite. I didn't want to, um, to interrupt them in front of their presentation. And so I had my hand in my pocket, and I was kind of just like, like doing the little pee dance yeah, with kids my rub, hand. Yeah, little kids rub their, like, rub their dicks. Yeah. It's a thing. But this started with like peeing. Yeah, so, yeah. You know, you, so you know when you, like, you hold your pee? Yeah. And you hold your pee in with your, through your wiener, like with your hand? So I had it in my pocket because I didn't want anyone to know what I was doing. And I was just like messing around with it and rubbing it around. And I was like, what, what is that? That feels kind of good. <laughs> <laughs> that is and, insane. Uh, I have a totally different story. And then I, and then I, I, I remember. I'd be weird if you had the same story. <laughs> and then I remember uh, 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 the first time I actually did it was in school, and I think it may have been the same day. And you jerked off in class. That's awesome. It, and so, in order to go to the bathroom, we had to have a bathroom buddy. Of course. In in first grade. And so a buddy came with me, and I remember... So you, just, so you don't get lost. I was, exactly. <laughs> or, or get stolen. I don't know. I don't yeah. know what two first graders can do. Uh, I feel like if you, if you have two first graders go, the other one's just going to get stolen, too. <laughs> two for one deal? Yeah, exactly. You can't, you can't really fight anybody off as a, as a first grader. So I, I, my buddy had, came to the bathroom with me, and I, was, I went into the stall and did... You know, I jerked off as well as I could when I was like seven years old, eight years old. I don't know what I was doing. I don't know if I did it right, <laughs> but it happened with my buddy right outside of the the stall. I actually <laughs> what? <laughs> hey, yo, wait for me. I'll be out in like five. <laughs> Do you have any uh, Playboys while you're out there? You got me a Playboy. What is a Playboy? I don't know what that is. I'm only in first grade. We have penises. Stop it, Mister. Who are you? <laughs> for me, like a friend of mine came up to me and was like, "Dude," so I was. I don't know what happened, but like I was just touching myself and some stuff came out. And I'm like, I'm like, what? Yeah, it was like because like, the internet wasn't. How old are you guys? I'm 27. Oh, dude, the okay, so the internet not... wasn't as like what it was when we were, you know, six and seven years old. Oh. And yeah, and just ask Jeeves was basically. Yeah, you it. could not. And you didn't want to. You didn't want to go to your parents. No. You know, so I don't think I ever had that conversation with my parents. So right. So this, <laughs> you did? Didn't. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah so yeah, this okay. this kid said that. If you play with your wiener, stuff will come out of it. How old were you guys at that point? This was middle school. So I think, let's see, freshman year is what, 12, 13? So yep. probably 11, 11-ish yeah. in middle school. First time I masturbated was uh, before baseball practice into my sock. <laughs> like, you know those are really long baseball socks they give you? Oh, <laughs> One with stripes on it? Yeah. But like, I'm pretty sure I remember like shooting blanks. Oh, dude. Absolutely. Like, nothing happened. I, just, I was just not, like, like, you orgasm, but like, nothing how happened. How old were you? I was probably like 10. Yeah. It wasn't yeah. until I was 11 that yeah, something like, came out. And so it wasn't, and it, and it was clear at this point. Yeah. It wasn't uh, milky, milky or anything. Milky white. Like that. Milky. So, so, <laughs> so Your sperm we, weren't developed yet. They were incredibly small. If we have any uh, listeners who are under the age of 12, your sperm is clear, but it will get white and milky soon enough. There was a. Uh, Milky's coming. What is happening? Nothing's happening though. We can't hear it. Don't worry. Stop. Wait, is, there, is this live? 
We're live. Yeah, we're live. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the live show. Look at our last Wait, should song. Should I tweet something and be like, hey, yeah, I'm on this absolutely. I just, I just tweeted. We tweeted, yeah, uh, yeah, we okay. tweeted you out. Tweet you. Yeah, go out. I should have. Oh, shit. Oh, I didn't even realize this was live. The song is playing. There we go. Dude, there's some weird Where shit that just happened. Uh, yeah, we played Dear Maria for our last song. Oh, so we, yeah. we, we got a pre-show. And, uh, and, we, um, and we played a little Dear Maria. Yeah, retweeted up. So that's, uh, so yeah, I was, so this is during the time I was um, masturbating and, and, and nothing was coming, Th- things were coming out, but it was just like this clear, ultra clear, it was like, it was like sticky water. Mm. It was like gooey water that came out. Oh, sticky water. Oh, sti- oh the sticky water. If only water that days. were the next, you know, if I were to come out with a water company, that's what the product would be called, sticky, sticky water. water. <laughs> yeah, It'd be the best. But, uh, but I, there were, when, when, when we were kids, there was this old woman that used to have this uh, sex show, and she would basically, I forget what, what her fuck name. did you grow up? Do- <laughs> I don't know, dude. I don't know. I don't know if any of you else grew up with this shit. But there was, was this, this Toronto? Who, it was just Toronto. Of course, fucking Canadians. Yeah, hey, you you visited you <laughs> I grew up in Toronto. In, I spent yeah. in Toronto quite a bit, and I was just I was just explaining this tattoo. Oh, yeah, sick, dude. My CN. Did you ever go inside of the CN Tower? Yeah, with the glass floor and everything. Yeah. It's really cool, man. I love that fucking place, dude. Is it the one that has the rotating uh, uh, restaurant? It right? does. Yeah, yeah. I remember a, going there. There's a, a restaurant kids. that rotates inside of the tower, and you get a complete 360 view. Oh, that's right. Of the city. yelled at me when. We yeah, were, the waitress just yelled at us because we were wandering around we were the like restaurant, drunk and just messed up. <laughs> I'm open about weed. We can be stoned. Okay, yeah. so um, I uh, I forgot about that part. <laughs> I forgot. Have we properly it. introduced Jack? Did you say I did? While well, you guys were getting beer. Okay, but we can now if you want. Hey, what's up, guys? Um, my Who name is Jack. You? I play in Newfound Glory. Nice. You play bass, right? I play bass. In dude, your shirt Glory. off all the time. <laughs> all the time. <laughs> so Ian with his fucking. It's so hot, too, dude. It's dude, are you gonna get a warp tour? Absolutely. Cool. I'm actually may may ride in State Champs' bus for for a few days. You're gonna have a ball, dude. I really want. Are you going at all? Maybe. I'll go. Are you thinking about playing or just gonna? No, I'll just go hang. Little, little special secret event. No, I'll just, in I'll the just acoustic in, basement. I'll just come and do a song with State Champs. That'd be fun. That'd be so fun. Let's let's both do one. That'd be cool. Let's do. Because uh, I always come out and sing with them on. Um, uh, uh, oh my fucking god! What is this song called? Can't remember. It's, it dude, was, it was new Blink the today. It was on the finer things. Yeah. What'd you think? I like it, man. So, it, New Blink came out today. I listened to it at, at midnight last night. Oh, you did? And I was, like, dozing off when I was it listening to it. It sounds like a Blink album. It really does. It sounds like a pop-punk album, which It's, is it's so different than Neighborhoods. It is. It's straight kind of back to... It almost kind of reminds me a little Dude Ranchy, but, like, obviously better quality. Yeah, exactly. But just, like, kind of more back to the basic pop-punk roots. Yeah, there's one so, song called... Um, the first song is a fucking oh, cynical? opener, dude. Holy fucking I, I play that song on repeat, man. I f- dude, yeah, cynical. Yeah, so cynical, powerful. Cynical was the only one that I really played on repeat. Let's let's close. Let's. Could you mind buying? Cynical yeah, let's quick? do it. Let's play a song. Uh, not right now, but we'll, we'll we'll do it as the as the closer. So buy buy a cynical off Blink's new album. Uh, but there's a song called. Uh, where is it? It's the only thing that matters, and it's got. It's called The Only Thing That Matters, and it's got such a Cheshire Cat feel oh, to really? it. Oh, um, really? And it's just the bass line and the drums, it goes it goes like on the off time. You got, you got, you got, you got. And it's super punk. And yeah, man, I'm pretty, I'm pretty stoked about it. I do miss Tom. Yeah, of course. I miss, I, I miss, I, I miss old Tom. I miss uh, old school singing Tom. Yeah. Um, to be honest, for me, I, I do miss old, old Tom as well. 
But like, I'm a huge Alkaline Trio fan. So it's just it's so it's cool to fucking hear to hear him on there. But it's so freaky that like sometimes when it's just bass, drums, and Skiba singing, I'm like, this kind of sounds like Alkaline Trio. That's in the in, in that song I was just talking yeah. about. The second verse where Skiba's just singing sounds exactly like Alkaline Trio. Yeah, it's like which freaky. Is great. It's great. Yeah, it's great. Because I'm a huge fan of Alkaline Trio as well. Yeah, it's wild. Jack, how did uh, how did you get into pop punk? Dude, uh, me and Tyler were actually talking about this a couple weeks ago. Um, I went to a show. My first show I ever went to was Blink-182 in Green Day, the Pop Disaster Tour. How, and how old were you for that? I was 11. And uh, I was obviously already a Blink fan. And the curtains opened up, and they opened with Anthem Part 2. And I literally, that was the moment I was like, this is what I'm doing. Like, That's awesome. Is, there's nothing holding me back. I'm, I'm going to be in a band. Yeah. It was, it was life-changing. Fucking rad. What was your first band title, band name? Um, we had a couple. Um, Never Wreck and Playground X, which was a level in Counter Strike. Is it what? <laughs> was a level in Counter Strike? No, fuck really? Yeah. <laughs> That's so cool. Yeah, I love those band names. Like, yeah, but it was always the same. For the most part, it was the same dudes, which is weird. Um, was Alex in all of them? Alex was in most of them. No shit. Yeah, me and Alex started in eighth grade. Me and him. And like switched out drummers and bass players. Ninth grade right. found Ryan and Zach, and that was it. No shit. Yeah. Ninth grade, dude. Before, That's insane. Yeah, before and homecoming, so it was probably like early, early fall. And one thing that you were telling me that I actually I think I mentioned in in, in an interview in Toronto just recently is that uh, I think somebody asked me like, why, what do you like about Jack or All Time Low so much? And, and something that you told me was that you've worked with the same dudes from day one. True. Whether yeah. it's crew, band, or yeah. uh, or 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 whoever, and it's important, dude. It it's is. important for maintaining the fucking vibe that you have. You're just yeah. like, you're we're not so getting jaded on the not road. Getting jaded. Yeah. You're such a cool dude. You love what you Thanks, do. Bro. You 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 you're ambitious. You want to keep pushing forward. And oh, of course, man. Thank you. Yeah, you're the cool. Hey, can we turn up the volume on Jack? Oh uh, yeah. It's he's just a little low. Should I speak louder? I'm having control. I'm having trouble controlling the volume of my voice. <laughs> <laughs> also, we have Will Farrell from Talladega Nights joining us. Wait, is that what this from? No, it's from Austin Powers. Oh God! <laughs> when he when it. when he's like he was frozen and he comes out and he's just like yelling. <laughs> that's what that's from. <laughs> yeah. I'm such a fucking idiot. It's an old school quote. It was the. It's it an old school quote. It was the. I, I was confusing it with. The, I don't know what to do with my hands. Uh, yeah, I don't want to do my hands. Yeah. Common uh, interview uh, thing. <laughs> when you're getting interviewed. Dude, we did I the Phantom Award interviews wiener. today. Right, yeah, you told me. Yeah, we're talking about you. Were you? Are you, are you what, what's going on with Phantom? So the Phantom Awards is something that happens at Comic-Con, San Diego Comic-Con, every year, and they're put on by MTV, and it's basically an award show that... Uh, that what, I don't know. What, what it's just it, kind of an award show for, for different fans. fandoms. Like yeah, the different, different fandoms. There you go. Which is crazy. And you hosted it last year? I hosted it last year, and you guys performed, and you grabbed my hand and pulled me on stage. <laughs> that was epic. And that's I'm was actually, like, fucking so happy that you came along and, like, that you... Because most... I've done that before, and some people have been like, well, like, no, no, I'm not coming on. Because <laughs> most people are, like, too shy, you know? You're just like... You're the opposite side. You like got there, grabbed the mic, you're, you fucking owned it. It was amazing. Yeah, it was... I was uh, like, sick. I remember I was... I, <laughs> I was jamming. I was I was with my buddy, and then all of a sudden, I got your picture. I'm coming with you, and I was like, oh, 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 oh I gotta, I gotta go. And so I just went to the side of the stage. I had a full beer in my hand. Respect. And then at one point during the beginning of the song, you came over to me, 
and we're just jamming in front of me, and you're like, come on. You, like, waved me over, and I was like, no, no, no. And you're like, come on. I'm like, no. And you walked over to me, grabbed my hand. I put my beer down. You walked me out on stage, and then you pointed to the microphone, and I was like, really? And you're like, you shrugged. And you just owned it. And I just fucking, I got your big shit. Dude, it was oh. sick. It was... Uh, that was a moment, dude. It was... It was. You know what? I don't know if I've told you this, but it was... It was... Uh, it was it was more than just a moment. It was it was one of the coolest nights of my life. Fuck yeah! And thank you for bringing Hell me yeah, on stage, dude. man. It That's really awesome, was, dude. It really was, and I, I'm sure you, you get a sense now of how how much this music and, and and all this shit means to me. And so doing that yeah. was uh, huge, man. Whenever whenever I hear, because I watch the video all the time. At dude, at the time, I didn't know how big of a pop punk fan you were. Right. And so I was kind of surprised when I saw you singing along. Right. I was like, oh, shit, he knows this song? <laughs> um, so that, that was really cool. Oh, it was so a surprise. Cool. So I watched the video, and Alex goes, uh, right before the, the hook kicks in, he goes, Tyler Posey! <laughs> I got you big shit! And it's the, oh, that's right. Oh, it was perfect timing. It's the coolest moment. And my buddy, my best friend, just like you and Alex, uh, he and I have been playing in a band, bands off and on since eighth grade. Sick. Um, and he's. It was always me and him. I was guitar. He was bass. It was always Tom and Mark from Brooklyn eighty two. You know, we would always uh, like pretend to be. I would pretend to be Tom. He would pretend to be Mark. Um, and he was the person who got me onto you guys. Oh, sick! When I was when I was thirteen. I gotta buy that guy a beer. You do, man. He's a good dude. <laughs> What's his name? Blake Fisher. Cool. If you really if he good dude. comes over right now, we could give him a red stripe, and you would never red stripe. It's no, beer. No, he should. A red beer. <laughs> You owe him a beer. <laughs> I do. <laughs> you you owe me a beer, you, damn it. Shit. You always owe me a I beer. I got a couple in my car. I always drive around. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> nice and warm. <laughs> yeah, I actually got a couple in my pants right here. That's kind of where I keep my beers. But uh, he he was the one that turned me on to you guys. He and I are starting uh, kind of a dashboard confessional kind of thing. We're, we're, we're going to be two acoustic guitarists on punk music. Fuck yeah. And so we're starting this thing called Five North. Um, do you want to talk a little bit about what we're doing? Yeah, man. But uh, we don't even know what we're doing. Yeah, yet. That's, that's, that's the coolest fucking part, man. But, but the, yeah, the, but the we're, fact yeah. is that we're doing something. True. We are doing something. And I think it kind of like hit me when I realized how hardcore you are into this stuff. I was like, we both have the same passions. We're both super passionate about pop punk. Like, we have to do something. There's no doubt. And we get along too well. And we get along too well. I mean, like, we're both obsessed with, like, Blink. And I don't yeah. know. It, just, it makes too much it sense. It really does, man. Yeah. It makes a lot of sense. And so... But, uh, so Tyler sent me, like, uh, seven demos, some more finished than others. And I was like, shit, we, we got stuff here, man. Like, there's some good shit in there. Oh, my I'm God. Pumped. And I'm pumped. I'm excited to hear what you guys come up with. Kicking, uh, my, gonna be, kicking myself, man. That's my jam. <laughs> That's my jam, dude. Ooh. So, that, yeah, uh, Kicking Myself When I'm Down is a song that... Uh, one of the one of the first songs that I I wrote. So I, I used to be in this band years ago, and we used to uh, rock out at the Roxy on Sunset. And we started as as a as a suburban band, and would would go to local shows and would play like these small little punk shows in our hometown. And then Teen Wolf started getting more and more popular, and so we got these opportunities to play bigger venues. So we were playing the Roxy and. That was kind of the last time I wrote any music, and then and then we broke up, and so for a while I was focusing on acting and filmmaking and all this stuff, and then about a year and a half ago, two years ago, I started really focusing on making music again, and so I wrote all these songs, and, and Kicking Yourself When You're Down, or Kicking Myself When You're Down is like the first song that I, I, I wrote again with this new idea of me being in a band, um, or just wanting to do music again, and so 
And so that's that's something that's a song that like oh, it's, I'm just fucking good, man. Song. Thanks, it's really man. good. It's cool. I'll show I'll show you to you in a second when we get off this thing. It's cool live too. Oh yeah. When I play that shit live, it's it's different. It's good. Oh, I'm so happy. Okay, cool. Um, so we are wait. Did you did you tell me you directed some episodes of of Team Wolf? Yeah, I'm about to. You're about to. Yeah, that's sick, dude. Yeah. So third season or uh, holy it, shit. So we cut each season into two, two different halves. So we just finished the first half of season six, which is called Six A. And on Six B, one of the first three episodes, I will be directing an episode. Dude, congrats, man. That's wild. Thanks, Tommy. You nervous? Um. Not yet. I get nervous every now and then when I think about it a lot. Yeah. I, I've got. I've, I've been with this crew since I was 18 years old, so I, I have known most of these people a lot of my life, and they. I, I trust them. I'm in good hands. They will not let me fail. Yeah. With that being said, I'm really excited to to put my intake on everything. For sure. And my intake, <laughs> my take on everything, and uh, <laughs> 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 and. Uh, and and just kind of see what I'm made of. I, I have been practicing though. I've got my camera, sound equipment, all this stuff to make my own films. And me and my friends have been making films for the past couple months now. So I've been practicing on my own. I won't fail with 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 the crew that I have. And I'm, I definitely am a little nervous. That's wild, dude. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, I, what a step. I, I love I love I love filmmaking. Acting just kind of falls in line with with that world. But I, I love filmmaking, whether it's working the camera, directing, acting, producing, writing. Um, editing, so I love all that whole entire process. So I kind of want to be involved in everything. Yeah. And even when it comes to music, you know, I want. You're a passionate dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We were talking about that earlier. How like, you know, if this shit, none of this shit worked out for us, we could still be passionate about whatever we do. You know, True. Whether it's a normal job, cubicle job, we could be. Passionate even if you're flipping burgers, man, you gotta fucking, you gotta love those burgers. Exactly, man. <laughs> if that's what you're doing. And too. I fucking love burgers. <laughs> yo, yo, yo. <laughs> Dude, have you been so Toronto? You know Toronto. Yeah. Have you been to Harvey's? Yeah. <gasps> oh that, my. Harvey's is kind of like, is kind of. I'm trying to think what to compare to here. Nothing. But like, it's 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 a chain. It's a chain. It's but like, it's, it's a chain, like fast food chain. I'm trying to think like what what is the equivalent because it's nicer to McDonald's, nicer than Burger King. It's almost like an In-N-Out type thing. That's that's the only comparison that people. Yeah. Have, but, but still, doesn't even compare. It's different. Yeah, it's different. I'm just trying to like. It's like a gore. It's like not shitty burgers. It's so good. It's not like yeah, like McDonald's or, or something. You what, know what I mean? What's your uh, go-to fast food joint here? <sighs> as, from, as far as burgers goes, I have a guilty pleasure for Carl's Jr. Only because it's across the street. From okay. My house. Um, I'm I'm really in the Shake Shack. Shake, Shake Shack's been around in, in East Coast, though, isn't it? Yeah, it's super East Coast. I've had it for a couple of years, and they finally brought it over here, and it's it's pretty fucking great. It's over it's here. Really good. Yeah, there's here. one in West I Hollywood. I got a gift card. West Hollywood on Santa Monica. No way. Yeah, that's fucking cool. It's really good, man. I had no idea. I've always seen it in New York. Whenever yeah. I go to New York, that's yeah. like it's like the thing. I bet it's really good. It's, it's fucking great. Shaking a burger. How can you complain? Yeah. I mean, that's kind of in and out ish. Old school kind of classic shaking and breaking. It tastes different for sure. Does it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, you know what? Honestly, as it's, much as I love it, it's a little more like burnt, kind of like not like burnt, but like it's a little more like charred kind of. Ooh. Mm, it's so good. You gotta love that char. It's like mm. a habit. Is it? Do you know the habit? Do you know I the do habit? know the habit. Habit's great. I went once. Habit's nice and charred. I grew up right next to a habit, so so that was kind you of. You grew like, up here? I grew up here, yeah. Well, Santa Clarita, which is uh, about forty-five minutes north of LA. Where'd you grow up? Baltimore. Right, 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 right. right. Suburbs. Yeah, me too. Soccer and shit. Yeah. You played soccer? <laughs> yeah. Same. No Fuck way. yeah. 
East Coast too, Pennsylvania. Oh, what suburbs. part? Uh, outside of Philadelphia, like King of Prussia, Valley Forge. Shit, that's like f- an hour from me. Yeah. Really? Yeah. No shit. Yeah. Did you guys hang out? We were on the same soccer team. Could have been in the same league. Same soccer team. We probably were. It, I mean, the chances are you guys slim, were both but we probably were. Captains. Yeah. yeah. Well, there's one captain, and it probably would have been him because yeah, I don't know, he's man. Way cooler than I am. I broke my I broke my shit playing soccer like three times. Once I was a fucking goalie, and this, this jackass kid kicked the ball so hard it broke my fucking what? wrist. I swear, I hated goalie. Oh my god, it dude! It broke your. It broke my wrist. I had a weak fucking wrist. Wrist apparently. Gee. Yeah. Dude. So did you did you have a cast? <laughs> did you wear yeah, like a dude. finger cast and, and still be goalie? What? That no, would, I, that would have been sick. And dude, learning guitar, I had to relearn guitar, by the way, like this, upside down, for like six months. It was the worst. Wait, what? Yeah, so like I really want, I wanted to keep playing guitar, so I couldn't bend my arm like this, so I had to play with my arm over the guitar, my left arm hanging over the guitar. It was really fucking weird, so, dude. So could you... Could like where you power chords would be like... Like I'd use two fingers for the power chords, and I'd just do that. Could you, could you still play like that? Not well, but yeah, I could. I, I learned. I had blink blink books. Remember the blink books, of the course. guitar ones. Yeah, yeah. I take off an NMI and I'd use those books and like learn. It was really hard to do octaves though. That's <laughs> do octaves. In, that's incredible, dude. Yeah, that's a skill that I don't think anybody else has. It was weird, and then Playing I had to relearn guitar. Like when I, my fucking arm was back to normal, I was like shit. Because you played for so <laughs> yeah, long. Yeah, because I've been playing down. for six months like this, dude. That's so funny. It was. It looked really bad. That's so, dude. You know what? That's the coolest because you were that passionate, that stoked about about guitar. And look where you are. Respect. Then that's really cool. I appreciate that. That's the coolest fucking thing. I'm eyeing that Tom DeLonge guitar you have. I've had that thing for quite a while. That's sick. Did you guys learn just from, because the internet was, was barely, barely existed when you guys were learning how to play guitar. So did you guys learn from guitar books? Did you have guitar? There's a lot of online lessons. tabs when I was There were learning. a lot. Of, I feel like tablature online was yeah. like the biggest. That and porn were the biggest online things. <laughs> for sure. At that time in our lives. So there was a lot you, of you learning how to play guitar or learning how to Did watch you ever porn? learn music or did you only kind of read tabs? Tabs. That's all I did. I tried to learn music and I was like, ah, I don't really care. Music's hard. It's hard. I don't, I don't understand it. It's so you, fucking it only, hard. It only, I can only read it a little bit with drums. But when it yeah. comes to guitar, I can only read tabs. It's really hard, man. It really is. Tabs, I, tabs are so easy. It's like, it's just like written out for you. I took lessons, and the guitar teacher never taught me anything about guitar. All he taught me was songs. Songs. Me too. Yeah. It's the only thing. At that the time, I was like, "This is really fun, but it's probably not going to help me in the future." And I, if I could change anything in my life, I wish I could go back and be like, "Teach me fucking really like real guitar, like dude. theory." And yeah, stuff teach like that. me the real shit. Because now I'm like, fuck. I don't know any of that stuff. Uh-huh. <laughs> it would really help me if I did, but like I can't solo or anything. Yeah. We can I can write some badass like power chord solos, but other than that, I can't like I did the same exact thing. And all, all he taught me were were no newfound glory songs, yeah. blink songs, offspring, probably some all time low. Well I he, was still a kid when you guys were he, he would like he was he, every day week you'd come in, he'd be like, What song do you want to learn? You know, that kind of thing. So I learned some fucking puddle mud and shit. Right, right, right. <laughs> Blurry. <laughs> yeah, or, whatever or, was big or, back then. She fucking hates me. Yeah, whatever was big back then. She, she fucking hates me. La, 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 la. I tried to. Oh, God. Don't on it like I had none. And whipped it away. Yeah, that's it. I love puddle of mud. Blurry is such a good song. Shit, you got so many amps in here. He collects amps. Yeah, we're ready. I just, I just blew out my Marshall head, though. Oh, shit. I, I didn't, How your biggest how one right there? How loud were you blasting that thing? I've had that thing for so long. Oh, really? But still, I feel like it shouldn't have been blown out. I might have to change a tube or something. Yeah. It was, like, on fire. 
It was like smoking and it smelled the like head. Shit. Yeah. Shit. Cabinet's great. A cabinet's been around since like the sixties. Oh, sick. But the head is it was it was a mod four and it blew up on me. I've had it forever though. Uh, let's see. Do you got anything going on you want to talk about other than the <sighs> APMAs? Oh, dude. Are you going to the APMAs? When is that? The eighteenth. So the seventeenth and the eighteenth. Seventeenth, eighteenth. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm in. I'm not doing anything. I checked, yeah. I checked my schedule. I'm, uh, I'll be there. Let's talk off mic and get you involved somehow. Okay, okay, yeah. Be cool. I would love to talk off mic. Yeah. Where are the so APMAs? You, you, you and you that? Alex, where are the APMAs? Uh, Columbus, Ohio. And you and Alex from all time. We're hosting this year. We hosted last year. Yeah. Um, it was fun, man. All we did was like kind of like we ripped on each other, but we also ripped on like every band there. Uh-huh. Like no one is safe, dude. Good. No artist, and it's, it's great. The bands loved it, dude. They're dying. Really? We made fun of everyone. And is it mostly like a rock scene at the APMAs? It is. Yeah. Yeah, it's mostly rock, pop punk, rock, pop rock. Metal, it's all that, really. Oh, yeah. Little rap, not much. Okay. Yeah. So cool, man. It's rad, man. It's a good time. And, and it's th- Every band, like, in, like, one building. That's the cool... Dude, that's yeah. the coolest fucking place in the world. And it's the 17th, 18th of July. Yeah. Of this all month. your boys will be there. Because all of Warped Tour goes. Right, right, yeah, right. So, so did they take a break from Warped Tour? Yeah, for, like, a t- for a day or two, and they all go. And now, is it... Do they fly to Columbus, or is it... It's is routed. It, do, they, do they time it where they Warped time it Tour and route is, it so that Warp Tour like is there? That's really. Is it's it cool. always like that? Uh huh. Wow. Yeah. Just I so no like, because then they can, then you're guaranteed like 50 bands can be there. That's so cool. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. So we'll see. We'll see story so far. We'll see state champs. Um, who else is gonna be there? Everyone's gonna be there, huh? Wonder Years might be there. They might come oh, cool. in. Are, they, are there any performances that? There's a lot. Yeah, Good Charlotte's performing. I think. Oh, I There's That's some good ones, ones, dude. I gotta look up. Will some forty one be there? Okay, yeah, nice. yeah, they're always there. They're there. They performed last year. Cool, really? Yeah, because they're coming back. They're, they're this is their first year at Warp Tour. Yeah, they're back. They're on Hopeless Records now, and they just released a new song. And I heard it's amazing. Really? I haven't heard it yet, but I've heard a lot of people talking about it. Do they it. still use the guitars from Gob? Do you know? I don't know. Probably. Yeah, they were. They were. They had the lead. Yeah, the lead I'm surprised you know who Gob is. Oh, dude, Gob was is one of my. What was the Gob song? Um, I hear you calling. I hear you calling, calling for me out of the night, but it's all bad. And they also had yeah. um, Canadian rock. Oh, best. dude, and Billy, you know Billy Talent. Yeah, there's an, that's another Canadian band. Yeah. Dude, fucking Sum Forty One's Canadian. They are, dude. Um, Simple Plan is. We're actually that. doing a Simple Plan tour in November in Canada. No shit, really. Yeah, oh, we did one a couple years ago. It was really fun, dude. I love Simple Plan. Uh, dude, they're so cool. So good. Are they, are they good guys? <laughs> Some of the best. Really? Honestly, sweetheart. They seem like it, man. They, they, they like just the see yeah. fucking dudes. There isn't a rock star in that band. They're just like good dudes. That's so cool. Family, family men. Yeah, yeah. That's good. That's good. Mm. What about you? You want to be a family man? I might already be one, dude. I don't know. <laughs> oh, no. There's no way to know, dude. I'm sure you are, dude. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Little jacks rocking around. One day, man. I think it'd be cool to have a kid. Wouldn't it? I like. I kind of want them to be like. Four or five, though. I don't know if I want to deal with like the baby years. Uh-huh. You could just give them away to a family that'll raise <laughs> hey, them for four years. Hey, bring me back this child in three years. Right, exactly. <laughs> He's like, what? What? <laughs> what if I love it by then? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck it. It's mine. What if it calls me dad? <laughs> <laughs> it will. It'll be just a growing wear, experience for me. Wear a picture of my face on your face. <laughs> <laughs> Whenever you talk to him. Yeah, just a Snapchat. I just know, think it'd be so cool to have like a four or five year old kid just like walk around with you, I give agree. him like baby Ray Bans, little version of you, little Converses. Be so rad, a little guitar. Yeah, mini guitar, a little chest tattoo. 
<laughs> I'm actually like terrified of raising a kid. Really? Yeah. Yeah, because it's just like it seems so scary to me because it seems like it's so easy to just for something to go wrong with a baby. I've heard horror for stories sure, from my brother sure. and my sister. But you can't think about that though. I know. Well, I guess I you, know you can't. <laughs> you can't. You have to be prepared for that kind of stuff, but. Yeah, and also you you have the kid with someone who you trust can handle that. Right. right. No. And how do you know how to raise a kid? Do you read books? Do you just go with your gut instincts? Ask Jeeves. Ask yeah, Jeeves. You ask Jeeves. <laughs> you ask Jeeves. <laughs> I hear Spock has a great book on raising children from Star Trek. Of course. Is it? Is this? True? As if there's any other. There is. There is. Yeah. Let me let me find it. Spock. Yeah. Okay. Keep, keep talking. Does he automatically grow up loving Star Trek? Is that is that? Dude, you know it was an amazing. Yeah, right. <laughs> that's it. That's it. You, your kid is a good kid, but he's a Star Trek fanatic. Dude, you know who has an amazing book that kind of involves child raising, but from a standpoint of a dude who was a reckless dude is Rob Lowe. Oh, really? His book is so fucking good. It's about parenting. his story, by the way, is unbelievable. Like you wouldn't believe some of the stories that Rob Lowe has from being a How child star. Does he have? He has two two uh, boys. Okay, but they're in, they're like college age now. Got but it. but dude, that dude was like a, you know, he was a teen heartthrob party animal. Right. And then it, it goes from like turning like from transitioning from that into like an actual responsible father. It's pretty gnarly, man. Hmm. There it is, Doctor Spock's baby and child care ninth edition. Wow, I Rob Lowe is on his first, but you think. Still just as good. Dr. Spock. Spock's baby and child care. This is so weird. How do you know about this? I don't know. Why do you know? <laughs> <that>? <laughs> random this random is a, this is This is why I am the way I am. Wait, wait, this is, is how He's not raised. even on the cover, though. Yeah, I thought he would be. Like, is that him young? Like, well, this is with the his ninth, back this is, this towards is, this us? Is, this is the ninth edition. <laughs> 65th anniversary. Okay, that must have been what, what, what Spock looked like from the back. Yeah, look at those kids' ears. They're pointy. That's that kid. They're pointy. They're pointy. <laughs> that's, definitely, that's definitely a Spock. Is baby. this the whole book? This is the entire fucking <laughs> book. How did you get so a full download any, of the book? If anybody wants to go online and read the Spock parenting book, it is... Apparently free. It's just it's straight up free on Google free. Books. Completely free, I guess. It's pretty bizarre. Um, I hear you calling. calling. And they also had a... What was that other gob hit on their foot and mouth disease song album? Um, uh, I just... I built that Stratocaster. I bought I bought it and then I got all these different parts to it. Oh, what's wrong with the dirge here? Weird, right? Um, I stringed it. I strung it weird. I have yeah. to I have to restring it. Yeah, that's gonna like snap. Or yeah, it's a pain in the ass. I just haven't gotten around to it. I'm a loser. So now comes the end of our podcast. Everybody, I appreciate you listening. Jack from All Time Low. Came Thanks for having me, man. Dude, of course. It's Look fun, over here. It? Look over here, peeps, for the tweets. Nice. Taking a little tweet picture. Love it. It's fun, right? Yeah, dude. Yeah. So fun. You guys yeah, just yeah. shoot the shit, man. We, just sh- we literally just shoot the shit. Me and Alex do this in the road sometimes. Really? Which is cool. It's like, like you said, it's another avenue for you to not be, you know, Teen Wolf to be to be your own dude. You know? Exactly. Yeah. 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 And, and and kids, you know, the fans really enjoy seeing us in a different light and. And knowing, enjoy hearing about us jerking off, right? Knowing that we're just like them, because yeah. they jerk <laughs> off too, you know. Absolutely, common, I hope you do. Situation. I hope everyone, all the fans are out there jerking off, you know, because it's healthy. It Masturbation is. is very healthy, as Molly Ringwald said in Not Another Teen Movie. That Did she say that in Not Another Teen Movie? Yeah, <laughs> I think masturbation is very healthy. <laughs> that's is that a dated movie now? Not Another Teen Movie? Yeah, dude, that came out like I was in like 
I was probably like twelve. Wow. No, maybe like fourteen. I don't know. No, I'm sure. Yeah, I think. I think. I think it was, was like a, that was like a late nineties, right? No, early two thousand. About, about then, yeah, yeah, late nineties, yeah. early two thousands. American Pie days. Um, so, what did we talk about today, Schnabel? We went through a lot, man. We, we went through. Uh, so we talked about Teen Wolf. We talked about Jamaica. We talked about future Frasier projects. Park three future projects. We talked the list, to Jack. The list goes on. We talked about jerking off. Importantly, um, most importantly, took some fan questions. Yes, we did. This is actually this was one of my favorite episodes. This was a good episode. It was really well rounded, and I think it was an hour and a half. And we have we still have rising listeners. It's so amazing. That's, that's good. This uh, I mean I don't, I don't we, we probably this is probably our most peak listeners for a live yeah, show. Yeah, maybe, maybe. And I, you know everyone who's listening, we we have some uh, we have some. Big plans for doing it raw. Very big, very very. We, big. But uh, that will be after uh, season one. That's right. That's right. We are we are currently nothing set in stone. Nothing set in stone. No, don't say. I don't think we should say anything. But we're just working on a season two, yeah. a legit season a two, a legit season two, and uh, plenty plenty in the works for doing it raw for Tyler Schnabel and Tyler Posey as individuals. Um, and thanks again for listening. We'll be back with more randomness and information and just weird life experiences. Hopefully more cool guests like Jack. Fuck thank yeah! You, thank you so much, dude, yeah, for, for coming on the air. Yeah, thanks for chilling with us for a little bit. Um, we've got some stuff in the works as well. And uh, really fucking excited for you guys to hear that shit. And, and, and no shortage of shit coming from us either. We're going to be doing stuff for the rest of our lives together. Pop punk for life. Pop punk for life. I'm gonna get your face tattooed right on my stomach, <laughs> with your mouth as my belly button. Uh, so to close it off, Blink 182, everybody came out with a new album today. Um, the fa- one of the founding members and guitarist from Blink 182, Tom DeLonge, has quit the band, and since then they have uh, brought on Matt Skiba from Alkaline Trio, a really good punk band, to fill in the gaps with for Tom DeLonge. So. Today is their album premiere, and it's called California, and their title track on the album, is, that, is, that, is it called title track? No, uh, the first song, yeah. The first the song, opening t- track. Title track would be the same as the album name, right? Title track, yeah, exactly. So, the, so this is the opening uh, song on the album, and it's called Cynical. Uh, thanks for listening, guys. Blink-182, new album out today. This has been Tyler Posey, Tyler Schnabel, and Jack from All Time Low. Thanks for listening. Blink-182, Cynical. There's a cynical feeling saying I should give up You said everything you'll ever say There's a moment of panic when I hear the phone ring Anxiety's calling in my head Is it back again? Are you back again?